Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you like visiting museums? Have you ever been in a museum of children's art? What if your museum were showing a collection of paintings of children and one of the pieces was mysteriously missing? That's what happens to Sammy and Ginny in this new shoebox kids mystery. Along the way, Sammy learns that helping others is part of what it means to be a Christian. Chapter 10 The Missing Masterpiece Kids, began Mrs. Sheckley, I would like to introduce you to Berkeley Matheson, my brother. Your brother? Chris and Maria shouted at the same time. Why, he's, he's, he's the man who came out of the rose bush and scared me, Dee Dee said, and stared at Sammy at the museum, Jenny added, and was watching Mrs. Sheckley's house from across the street, said Sammy. Yes, yes, I know, and I apologize for frightening all of you, Mr. Matheson said quietly. I have never been good with people, especially children. I didn't mean to scare you, any of you. It's just, I didn't know what to expect. I had been gone a very long time, and I wanted to know what was going on before I showed up. I was afraid Elizabeth would still blame me for what happened. Berkeley, I never blamed you, Mrs. Sheckley hugged Mr. Matheson's arm. Where have you been all this time? Sammy asked. Father and I never saw eye to eye on anything. He always wanted more for me than I wanted for myself. The night of the fire, we had a big fight. I decided that I was leaving home for good. I got as far as the next big city and changed my mind. I was ready to come home, until I saw the newspaper about the fire and that the police thought I might have done it. I guess I panicked then. I traveled around on my own for a long time. I always wanted to come home, but I felt so guilty that I never could face the past or think of facing my sister. I've mostly worked at odd jobs all my life. One day last week, I read about the new exhibit featuring Father's work. I knew I had to see it, but I didn't want anyone to recognize me. When you, he pointed at Sammy, waved at me at the museum, I was sure that everyone would recognize me for who I was, the son who killed Sheffield Matheson. Berkeley looked at his sister. It's not true, you know. Father was alive and well when I left. Mrs. Sheckley looked up at Mr. Matheson. I've always known you couldn't have done it. Then what caused the fire, Sammy asked. Mr. Matheson looked up. Well, why don't we go find the studio's foundation? Maybe we can find the other end of that pipe, and just maybe there are answers there to some of our questions. Mr. Matheson and Mrs. Sheckley walked back out to the driveway, and the group followed. Mr. Matheson talked to Mrs. Sheckley as if he were trying to remember something. Let's see. The driveway used to curve around here, he gestured with his right hand at the ground, and this garage wasn't here, so we used to park over here, right in front of the studio. He pointed to the overgrown area behind the garage. If that's the case, then the studio was right over there, Mr. Matheson pointed, and then headed for an area that seemed to have fewer weeds. Mrs. Sheckley, Mr. Teller, Mrs. Wallace and the shoebox kids followed him as if they were part of a parade. Sammy watched Mr. Matheson push the tall weeds out of the way and then motion for the others. See how the weeds are all really small here, he asked the kids. There's dirt here, but underneath it all, he pushed the loose dirt away to show hard concrete, is the foundation for the old studio. Now, if I'm guessing correctly, somewhere along the edge of this foundation, you will find something that looks like a pipe sticking up with a plug in it. The shoebox kids scattered, and they all started looking for the pipe with the plug. Less than five minutes later, Dee Dee let out a shout. I found it! Everyone ran over to where Dee Dee knelt on the concrete. She brushed away dead weeds and dirt, exposing a cast-iron pipe that stuck out of the foundation at an angle. 
It will take a wrench to get that plug off, Mr. Teller said. I'll get one out of the van. The shoebox kids waited excitedly while Mr. Teller ran to the van and brought back a big wrench. Mr. Teller placed the wrench on the square end of the pipe plug and began to twist. It didn't budge. It's been on there a long time, explained Mr. Matheson. Mr. Teller tried again. Slowly, the metal plug began to turn in the cast iron pipe. The plug moved easier after a while, but Mr. Teller stopped before the plug had come completely off. He turned to the group. Since this is Jenny and Sammy's mystery, I think they should have the honor of taking the plug off. Yeah, shouted Chris and Willie. Jenny and Sammy grinned at each other. Together, they turned the wrench the last turn around. The plug fell out of the pipe, but hung suspended by a chain attached to the inside of the plug. Jenny pulled on the plug, and Sammy grabbed the chain. Together, they pulled it further and further out of the pipe. I see something, Chris shouted. Sure enough, a silver tube started to come out of the pipe. It was just as Dee Dee had described it. It had a metal cap on it, but it was about three inches wide and a couple of feet long. Open it, they all shouted as the tube came completely out of the pipe. Sammy held the tube, and Jenny carefully unscrewed the cap. The cap came off, and she looked in the tube. I see something on canvas in here, she said, grinning. She looked at Mrs. Wallace. Mom, is it safe to take it out? Mrs. Wallace shook her head. It's been in there for 30 years, sweetheart. I'm sure he protected it properly, but I would suggest we let professionals take it out at the museum. And that's just where it belongs, said Mrs. Sheckley, in the museum with the rest of the paintings. Wait, there's an envelope in here, too, Jenny said, reaching into the tube. It's addressed to Elizabeth and Berkeley. She handed the envelope to Mrs. Sheckley and Mr. Matheson. They looked at each other and opened the letter. Mr. Matheson read, Dear children, I leave this final painting for the two of you. It celebrates the joy of being a child, just as my other paintings do. Share it with the world, but remember it belongs to you. It is all I can give you. I realize that my heart is not as strong as it once was, and I do not have many days left to paint and be with the two of you. I'm sorry I kept my sickness from you. Berkeley, I'm sorry I have been so hard on you. I only wanted the best for you. I have learned one thing through the years that remains true. Family comes first. Be good to each other. Father. He must have had a heart attack after I left him, said Berkeley. Maybe the fire was started when he fell and knocked over a lamp or heater. If only we would have found this letter thirty years ago, Mrs. Sheckley said. Think of the difference it would have made in our lives. So is the painting still going to the museum? Jenny asked. Mrs. Sheckley looked down at her. You bet. It belongs with the exhibit. Daddy would have wanted that. Mrs. Wallace smiled. I'm sure the museum would be glad to return it to you when the exhibit is over. Sammy Tan looked at the quilt spread out on the green grass, and the children huddled over their picnic. The watermelon looked juicy enough to eat, and the corn on the cob made his mouth water. This Sheffield Matheson painting is the best one yet, he thought. He looked around the exhibit hall at the other paintings, and it seems to fit in perfectly. Hey, Sam Mule, Jenny yelled from across the exhibit hall. What do you want, Jenny Wallflower? Sammy yelled back. Jenny came skipping over. Did you hear? We made almost $500 from the cans and newspapers we've collected from Mrs. Sheckley and her neighbors. $500! I'm thinking of going into business. Big deal, Sammy said. Grandpa and I are helping Mr. Matheson get Mrs. Sheckley's old car running again. It's a 57 Chevy. Mr. Matheson says that when we get it fixed up and cleaned up real nice, we'll auction it off. Do you realize how much a car like that will earn for the children's wing?
Oh, it's just an old car. How boring, Jenny said. She turned and looked at the painting of the picnic in front of them. It sure is beautiful, she said. Sammy nodded. I still can't figure out why he called it number 11 if they're supposed to each represent a month of the year. The 11th month is November. Who would go on a picnic in November? Jenny shrugged. Probably only Sheffield Matheson could answer that. I guess it's one mystery we'll never solve. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 5, The Broken Dozen Mystery, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.